That was the incredibly addictive anthem Victory Dance by the British jazz band Ezra Collective. With a respect for tradition, but a desire to break down barriers, the band has established itself as one of the most exciting formations in the fascinating London jazz scene. Mixing jazz and Afrobeat as well as more contemporary music like grime, the quintet has been drawing praise from around the world since their debut album, You Can't Steal My Joy, that was in 2019. They recently released their second album. It's called where I'm Meant to Be, and I'm joined on set by brotherly duo Femi and TJ Colioso to tell me more about it. Thank you guys for being here today. Thank you, Thank you so much such for a, having us. Such a treat, uh, and congratulations on the new album, Thank Where you. I'm Meant to Be. There's so many influences on this album, jazz, Afrobeat, but also reggae, dancehall, 14 tracks. You're very generous with this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, really takes you on a trip. Can you tell us about the title? What does it refer to? I guess um, for us, it was it was a time where we felt like we were meant to be on tour. But then because of the pandemic, we were just in the studio, couldn't go anywhere. But I guess it's kind of like shifting your mindset that even though where you're meant to be might not be perfect right now. You can kind of have a positive outlook and look at it going forward. So I might not be where I'm meant to be right now, but I will be one day. And I kind of feel like I'm meant to be in Paris today. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's all about that. It's kind of yeah. about a journey, a destination, and just enjoying the process. Enjoying the path. Exactly. And not necessarily the destination. So you've described your music as fast, energetic, nonstop, pure vibrations, which is a great description, I must say. Uh, it's hard to overstate just what a good mood your music puts, puts you into. I challenge you not to be in a good mood if you listen to Ezra Collective. Is happiness a driving factor in your musical process? Well, I, I think it's more joy. And we like to distinguish happiness and joy. Happiness, happiness is more about circumstances. It's a circumstantial feeling. Something good happens, you feel happy. Whereas joy is more about a perspective. It's even though this thing may or may not have made me feel good, my perspective is that one day it will come good. And so that's why we say you can't steal my joy. And that's what we try and do in every time we do a show and play a show and play our music is to give people this feeling and this perspective of joy. Joy, well, it definitely comes across on every track. We're actually going to listen to another track off your album. It's called Life Goes On. Take a listen. Life Goes On off London jazz band Ezra Collective's second album, Where I'm Meant to Be. That track features Zambian singer Sampa the Great. You've got some great feats on this album, must be said. You've got Emily Sande, Kojoy, Radical. What is your songwriting process like? Because there are five of you, and how do you then bring in collaborators? I guess for us, it's kind of like everyone has their own individual way of starting the song, if you like. For me, I just sing into my voice notes. So I have my phone... I'll be on a run, I'll be cooking, I'll be whatever I'm doing in the shower, and I'm like, oh, snap, I've got an idea. And I'll sing it into my voice note, and then I'll just give it to the rest of my brothers. And then we end up just kind of building something out of that mould. And that's kind of the process, really. It's very, very quick. It's not very premeditated. Sometimes we'll be in a sound check together and just be like, oh, TJ, that was kind of cool. You know what? And the song's born. So that's kind of the process. And then once in a while, we'll be like, oh, this sounds really good, but it needs something else. I know. Look at the phone book. Ah, oh, Sampa. 
and then that's kind of how it works for it's us. It's nice to have a phone with nice people on the phone. Yes, right? yes, it is. It's got its perks. So, so it's definitely a collective aspect to your songwriting process. And, and what's interesting is a major part of your music is also performance. Uh, you've said uh, that uh, basically if we, the audience, aren't sweating, you guys have done something wrong. It's basically a massive dance party. How do you find the energy to bring it on stage every single time? Yeah, I mean, we, we always say, like, we have a party on stage together and we invite the audience to that party. That's the most... So as long as the five of us are clicking together, enjoying, and because it's jazz music and improvisational, there's always something new that's happening, there's always something fresh, and any time that that happens, we get excited, we get genuinely excited on stage to play with each other, to play this music, and, and then we offer the invitation to the rest of the audience, and they accept it pretty much every time, which is great. And what's so interesting is you guys are categorized as a jazz band, uh, I mean, you have so many influences, mm. but from the outside, jazz can be a little bit intimidating, it can be seemingly dusty, kind of exclusive are you on a mission to kind of spread the word and say that no jazz is actually pretty cool and pretty modern De definitely it's, it's i don't know how this happened but it's become a very very elitist art form when if you look at its origins it was so about everyone being a part of it so i think there's so much beauty in the jazz tradition but there's even more beauty about letting everyone know that there's an open door policy. Just pull up and forget about the word jazz. Just enjoy yourselves and whatever happens, happens. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely feel like we're on a mission because we. I remember that feeling of not feeling like I had access to it because you get there and it's like, oh, snap, I'm wearing a tracksuit. Everyone's in a suit. Everyone's way older than me. But if you can have people that look like me on a stage jumping about, then that means you like jazz if you're into that. Do you know what I mean? So, exactly. yeah, that's definitely the vibe. Amazing. And you guys have experienced an incredible rise to fame in, in your short career, which hopefully will be very long. <laughs> um, it must be wild. How do, you, how do you stay grounded when you're faced with this incredible rise to fame? Yeah, um, staying grounded. We do a lot of work with kids and youth group. And if you want to stay grounded, work with kids because <laughs> they don't care. Like, <laughs> they do not care. Um, so I think, yeah, it was, it, we, we, we were given so much in this journey, you know, by great teachers and people that were doing things, giving us instruments and things like that. And uh, a big part of what we do is, is OK, yes, we're, we're able to go around the world, but what can we give back? Femi does a lot of master classes and things like that. So um, I, I guess that's the way that we, we try and stay yeah, stay close to the ground. It's important, very inspiring. Yeah. So work with kids and you'll stay grounded. Yes. <laughs> We're going to move on to some other uh, music news that's making headlines. Here in France, uh, there was the annual music awards that's called the Victoire de la Musique. That was last weekend. The 38th edition didn't see any major surprises as familiar faces took away the top awards. The top prizes of the night actually went to Belgian musicians, Stromae and Angèle. They won Male and Female Artist of the Year. The French rapper Aurel San was another big winner, walking away with three trophies. And meanwhile, the Newcomer Awards went to Pierre de Maher and November Ultra, who was rewarded for her debut album, Bedroom Walls. Here's her most recent track, November. Check it out. My name sounds better in your mouth Warm from coffee under the mistletoe Cars and buses take me places, but I miss. So that was November Ultra there with her track November. Do you guys follow the French music scene? Is there any band that you're excited about? Well, uh, I have. I don't know that much about the the French stuff, but um, you just mentioned Stromae. Yeah, I, I had the 
pleasure of watching him in Belgium last year mm. and it was it, it was the most incredible thing I've ever he had like spinning TV screens on the stage and it I was mind blown and then I loved his tiny desk as well mm. so yeah 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 definitely yeah. and then a lot of the afrobeat um stuff that's coming out of France uh, L'Afrique, that tune by Papa Crates mm -hmm. is like unbelievable. So yeah, a lot of that stuff. A lot of good stuff. And uh, you mentioned the Tiny Desk. Check out their Tiny Desk too. Oh, amazing, thank you. amazing thank experience. You. So uh, moving on to uh, some uh, music from the London-based singer-songwriter and producer Anna B. Savage. She's releasing a new album. It's called Influx. It follows up her excellent debut album, A Common Turn, that was released in 2021. She's been to, compared to a wide range of artists from Radiohead to Aldous Harding, and her songs are dramatic and haunting at times, as well as playful and ethereal, as you can hear on this lead track, Influx. I want to be alone. I'm happy on my own. Believe me. So that was the London-based singer-songwriter, Anna B. Savage. Now, staying in London, the jazz scene there is really exciting. Uh, people talk about a British jazz invasion. Why is, why is it so hot in London right now? I, I, I honestly, I think it's just testament to so many different things. You know, we've got so many incredible educators in the UK, t people like Tomorrow's Warriors and Connecticut Youth Clubs that help young people play jazz music. I think we've got so many beautiful venues, especially in London, but not just the big kind of Royal Albert Hall, but the smaller ones like a night like Jazz Refreshed and, and other things like that. So I guess when you, you support something, you fund it and you give them a place to play, then it will cause a natural kind of birth of art to come out. So, yeah, definitely some of those reasons. Well, it's amazing and it's inspiring. I feel like France should <laughs> draw a page from, <laughs> yeah. from that book uh, as well. Uh, so finally, the uh, indie rock's most steadfast institution, Yola Tango, they're back with their 16th album. It's called This Stupid World, and it's their liveliest album in at least a decade. It's full of their trademark soft but focused bangers. Now, 40 years into their career, Yola Tango are still making it up as they go along and having fun in the pro. And we're going to leave you with a track off the album. It's called Sinatra Drive Breakdown. But before we go, got to thank you guys. Thank Femi, you for TJ. having us. It's been wonderful. Such a treat to have you guys on the show. Be sure to check out Ezra Collective's latest album. It's called Where I'm Meant to Be. And if you can, by all means, catch them live. For more arts and culture news, head to our website and stay in touch on social media. And stay tuned to France 24. More news is coming up right after this. I see